1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you for another great edition of the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams Realty. You can pick up the phone and dial them directly, 448-8888. That's 448-8888. Or, hey, why not just visit them directly 24-7 on their website, welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Tigo, Tracy, good morning. Good morning, Eddie. So, Good morning. So much going on in real estate, and it's been uh, it's been exciting. It, it it's such a strange juxtaposition when you think about you know what's been going on in our our world and our economy and how real estate has been the shining star. Really, I mean, if you look at the the, the charts and the the V and the no V and and all that, and you know, the w. and the W, which <laughs> you know we. We've had the V in real estate, so hopefully right. we don't have the W. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we've but, got uh, uh, this exciting edition uh, here of Real Estate Talk and possibly the most exciting time in real estate. You've heard about supply and demand literally for months from Tigo and Tracy. We've been giving you the market stats and giving you the understanding that you need to go ahead and make the right decision. They are the real estate experts, folks. And, again, the phone number, 448 the website, number one real estate website in the state of Mexico, welcomehomeabq.com, recognizes the top 35 team across the country, recognizes the number one realtors here in Albuquerque. This is all the real estate expertise that you need here. And let's get started as we're going to be talking about millennials and suburban living. Interesting uh, juxtaposition, to use your term, uh, Tigo. A different way yep. to look at the inventory shortage. We'll flip it on its head. Forbearance delinquencies, so many unknowns. Housing market indices. Word of the week. Is that brand new? I don't even know what the word of the week is, but that's cool. I'm looking out for that. And homes of the week as well. And, uh, well, we'll have the Statomatic, which, of course, is Tigo. Tigo, Tracy, take it away. Thanks, Eddie. So, Ed, Tracy, this will be a quiz for you. I, I, I came up with the word of the week based on what's happening in the real estate market right now for buyers and sellers. And um, I guess you could cup couple things, but what do you think? I mean, what's, what's some of the biggest, let's say, challenges that, that we're seeing right now in the real estate market? Um, I guess it probably isn't your word because it's three words, but I would call it fast and furious. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I was thinking of the word patience, or that's the positive way to put it. The negative way to put it is delays. And, you know, I was going through our you know, all of our clients and what we have, you know, people we're working with and a lot of delays lately. A lot yeah. of uh, closings that are being delayed, but you know what's unique about it is they're three days delayed. They're not two weeks delayed, right? They're they're a, a, a day, two, three days. Um, just so much going on with real estate, with title companies, with appraisers, with the lending and underwriting that ev everything's taking a little bit longer because everybody's so busy. But yeah. Yeah, it is. And and so, you know, just speaking to, to the everybody's so busy, uh, you know, one thing I put on Twitter and I think I put on Facebook too is in June and July of 2020, those two months, if you look at the number of homes going pending in an, in an individual or single month, month, the June and July of 2020 are the number one and number two. Yeah, and it felt like it. And, you know, what's interesting about that is, you know, we, we had a, a real slowdown in April when everyone was at home and didn't know what was going on. But sure. we had a lot of people 
buying homes remotely, buying homes by viewing them online with us, kind of walking them through them and talking about the homes and the neighborhoods. And and then since then, mostly back in person, except for people who are out of area anyway, or people who are out of area that don't want to travel, that may have traveled in the past to come view homes in person. So what we saw in, in that that leads into one of the kind of leading indicators that I've been watching about the housing market in that search traffic, the number of people online looking at homes. And so initially in that first kind of, you know, shock to the system that we all went through, right. you know, back in, early, let's say, early mid-March, right? Gosh, it's all it's all a blur anymore. At first, you know, everything just stopped, right? Nobody was looking at homes. Nobody knew what to do. People were People trying are, to figure out how yeah. much food do I need to stockpile? Is right. my electricity right. going to continue working? Is We were back to real basic necessities, right? It was. And, and, the, and the thing that was interesting at, at, you know, that first week we thought, oh my gosh, a bunch of people are just going to cancel their purchases. But what we found is that that didn't happen. A lot of people continued with their purchases as, and as weeks went on, the, the the search traffic on the websites accelerated. People were like at home. They're like going, gosh, this home, if I've got to live and, and work and school from home, I need a bigger house. So so what's happened is the housing market is one of the, you know, there's been a lot of stories about there's been pluses and minus through the, the, the pandemic, right? And, you know, obviously restaurant industry, service jobs, hotels, Travel businesses just—it's brutal, right? Brutal. Small businesses, you know, small storefronts in particular, brutal. Lowe's and Home Depot and just Target. and Target just reported this week their earnings thirty percent gains, right? Right, and that goes into that conversation about people. Just tying back to what I was saying is, people are in their homes, and they're either saying, "I need a new home." which has created this surge in housing demand that we've seen and or they're staying in their home and they're upgrading it, remodeling it. That's why Home Depot and Lowe's have just gone crazy. Right. And, you know, we could have projected that. It's interesting because I do follow the stock market and, um, you know, dabble in it. If I had more time, I'd dabble in it more. But the uh, projections, you know, a month ago were that the Home Depots, the Lowe's, the Targets were all going to be down, the Walmarts. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. These yeah. analysts are nuts. You know, have they not seen how much people are remodeling? Well, here, I'll give you another one. Or going there versus other. Speaking of analysts, um, at the beginning of this, so on, on our thing here, for, forbearance and delinquencies and all those challenges, there are the, you know people that are having trouble paying their their mortgages. Yeah. But um, at at the beginning, the prediction was we're going to have thirty percent of people with mortgages in a, on a forbearance program. Well, it turns out it peaked out at about ten percent, not thirty wow. percent. Really? So yeah. Only ten so, percent, so, Tigo. I what that you said that the forbearance only went to ten percent? Yeah, the the people that are on forbearance programs, it peaked out at about ten percent. I think it's pulled back to about eight point five percent right now. So these are people that that is a are really on- amazing number. People should understand that uh, maybe people aren't as in bad a hot water or in hot water as as much as they think they were, and I think that that spells that the uh, housing market can stay healthy because. There's a lot of people who aren't asking for any sort of forgiveness. They've continued to get some income. That's a really good thing for the housing market. 
Well, and the thing that's interesting, and, and you know how it goes with headlines, right, Eddie? You get you get the big you get the big headlines. So the you know one of them is uh, again, uh, I think it's around eight or nine percent. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, people are delinquent on their mortgage, right? And so that's the headline we get, and people are saying, "Oh my gosh, that that's automatically going to equate into foreclosures." Well, no, because the a good portion of those people that are delinquent are delinquent. And they're on a forbearance plan. So the, the, the real indicator coming up, Eddie, is going to be in September where either people just start making their payments again about the, you know, and that's what the forbearance plan is, right? You just basically hit pause on your mortgage and they can just, they'll, they'll start making their payments again. So it's going to be very curious to see what happens here come September. They can roll Or, exactly. They can extend for another six months. Exactly. Yeah, uh, up to a year. So, uh, but then and, all and the then money, you, right, Tracy, is due at one time. Is that correct? Is no, that no, not no. at all. Nope, it's added on to the back end of the mortgage. So if you were oh, on a thirty-year so like mortgage, bl- a blend and extend. It, so basically, they're going to take that money. I imagine they'll compound whatever interest is there, which will be nominal. Yeah. And so it's a blend and extend. That's what we use in commercial real estate, and it, it doesn't actually hurt people in the near term. And that's what I was expecting. The expectation was the entire time is that these people would have a, uh, a a total amount due three months later. That's not the that's not the case. No, no and not that the, was the news when they first started with the forbearance program. That's how everybody God. explained it. I believe we probably even said that because that's what we were told. Well, it's typical, you know. As those, you know, we know there was a lot of stuff rolling out really fast. People didn't know it was, you know, how. But but where it is now, it, it basically that's it. You're extending out. Well, let me add one other point to this, which is is an important one. Is originally it was going to be people that did the forbearance plan basically said I'm not going to pay my mortgage and and you know stop paying their mortgage they were going to have to wait a year to requalify or to you know refinance their property well they just changed and, and I'm not sure who's doing this and, and how it's it must be through Fannie and Freddie and and um, is now it's only three months so if you in a for, forbearance plan and Okay, you get out of it, you're back on your feet, you start making your payments again, which a lot of people are going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if those interest rates are still in these, you know, Under 3% or whatever, and you're in a 4 or 4.5% mortgage, you're going to be able to refinance within three months after coming out of the forbearance plan. So that's, a, that's that another positive. Is, okay, so, you know, uh, Tigo, just between you and me, and I know, Tracy, you've been sort of, <laughs> Hearing bits and pieces, and I don't. I know that you you don't care. You just care about moving product, which I think should be the focus in real estate in terms of what you guys are doing. But Tigo and Tracy have been. Uh, I mean, Tigo and I have been back and forth about where the market really is. Given what you just stated, Tigo, I am reassessing my position on what the what's going to happen in the real estate market, and I'm more bullish on things going forward. Given that it's a a blend and extend, b they'll be able to go ahead and refinance, which no doubt many of these people are, and see the supply and demand given the amount of time that we have in our homes. I don't think there's going to be a market um, correction on, on the on the housing industry. We might need product, and there's some ways to talk about it. We'll talk about that next week. But I'm, I'm much more bullish, and now I see a bigger picture. Yeah, the, the, it, what would have to happen is, one, a large percentage of those people that are on those forbearance plans go into foreclosure. 
which is unlikely because a lot of them have equity in their home already. So that that's another thing to take into account, which is very different than 2008. Yep. And 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 so they'll be able to sell, but but the supply, you know, the supply versus demand thing, I mean it's it's uh, here, let me give you this one Eddie and we'll okay. we'll wrap up this whole data data sure. talk. We currently have let's say 1500 homes residential properties for sale in the Albuquerque area. If you look at the demand right now, it's about we're selling a, at a pace of about 1150 homes a month, mm-hmm. okay? What that means we have like 1.2 month supply, which is extremely tight. Yep. A quote healthy or normal or balanced, you know, whatever the term is you want to use, market is usually somewhere around 5 to 6 month supply, okay? That would mean we'd need another 5,000 homes in the market just to get to a balanced market as long as demand stays where it is. How long, and I have a question for you, Trace, that you follow a lot of the new construction uh, in backing into what Tigo is putting out there. What time period are we considering when we're looking at the last 5,000 homes that were built out of the ground in new developments? One year, three years, five years. How many? Uh, how long has it been since we rolled out five thousand homes? Like, at what time period? I bet it's been eight to ten years, if I were wow. to guess. I don't know the number, but I know about how many they build a year. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. It's not enough. I'll tell you that. And no, there's not right. enough in the pipeline. It, again, as long unless demand just drops, vanishes for some reason. Yeah, but it, I can't, it won't. The the, the demographics. Don't won't let it right yeah. unless we have you know I hate to use the term black swan because we had we've had one right we've had but we, we uh, Tigo that time has came and went we've passed our black yeah. swan and we're now at the end and we're coming out like I gotta yeah. say like given the information that you guys are uh, leaving here uh, today with everybody here in the Kiva like this is the time to buy I think it's only going to go up and up because. You know, you have the interest rates. The forbearance is key, right? Really, we thought that yeah. all these people are going to fall out of their homes. They're not. They're sitting on piles of cash. People actually have more cash in spite of maybe not being employed to the t- to the tune that they were. But they have cash to pay their mortgages. They have cash to go ahead and uh, refinance their house. They have cash to go ahead and, and do improvements, kitchen, bath, backyards, whatever they want to do. I mean, we're adding value to real estate like we never have. Yeah, I mean, the, those, the Lowe's and Home Depot numbers that came out this week just were shocking. I mean, just blew the doors off. I mean, people are remodeling, updating, adding value to their homes like crazy, like it never before. Yep. Yep. This yeah. is interesting. Uh, 448-8888, 448-8888, welcomehomeabq.com. They're the real estate experts at the moment, realtors here in the city of Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico, of course, and a lot more topics to get to as uh, as well. We've got some homes of the week, uh, Tracy. You know, I'm going to talk about <laughs> homes of the week. So we had two homes I was going to talk to you about, and both of them have multiple offers right now. So <laughs> well, slim pickings out even, there. We can't even introduce new product. Like, this is <laughs> amazing. We have one that went on the market this week that's... Um, uh, we haven't talked about. Okay. And it, um, let's see. It's in the East Mountains. It's four hundred and ninety-five thousand. Oh, it's gorgeous! Oh it's my gosh! Vera it, Cruz. I saw uh, the photos the of it, Tracy, and I thought so I can look it up while we're here. 
Yeah. Is yeah, it under active? Yes, yeah, it's it's active. It's um, it it's it's now live in the MLS. You can find it on Zilla. You can find it on it's our website. It's number nine Veracruz. Nine Veracruz Avenue, which is funny. It's in the mountains on 1.63 acres in Cedar Crest. It's really a beautiful property, very northern New Mexico, but cabin loggy looking. And um, I, I I was joking with our listing manager uh, Jamie, who who handles all our, our our listings and does all the the hard oh, wow. work in the background to to get the homes marketed. But it, I said it looks like the cover of like Country Living magazine or something, doesn't it, Eddie? It's like it does. You know, Wait, didn't I look so at this house, cute. or is this another house? This I, is another one, yeah, yeah, in the East Mountains. It's the other just one's gorgeous. on Troncon Negro, 43 Troncon Negro. It's a true log cabin. Here, give, give the address again just in case someone wants to Google it. Nine Veracruz in Cedar Crest. Yeah, Nine Veracruz Avenue is interesting because I was Googling it, and I pulled up a home in Connecticut that was on Nine Veracruz. So. Oops. <laughs> but... That's a great one. So it should go. It should if you yeah. Google it, it, should come to our website. Give us a so. ring yep. if you're wanting to uh, get away from the city a little bit and have almost two acres in a very private, beautiful setting. So, um, so that's that's our homes of the week. What I wanted to say is, if you want to be featured here and have your home featured as home of the week, give us a ring. We'd be happy to meet and talk with you and help you sell your house, get into your next house, or meet whatever goals that you have. Um, I just wanted to give a quick plug, Eddie, if I could, okay. to the Tamaya Horse Rescue. They're doing a uh, benefit golf charity event okay. on the 31st for a benefit of all the rescue horses that they take care of out at the Tamaya, um, well, the resort that they have a, a rescue set up. So they're doing a, a golf tournament on the 31st. So if you go to the TamayaHorseRehab.com if you're interested in golfing, they would really appreciate the support or donations to uh, take care of all the rescue horses. And a lot of horses are there right now, and they use them for trail rides and, and try to support them and get them back with people who want horses. But it's a great great charity that we so, support. So, okay, i got to go off track here. I mean, obviously, we're, we're all relearning how to go to restaurants, right? We're sitting in parking lots and under tents and all this kind of odd stuff. But Tracy and I, Eddie, we went out to Tamaya here a couple weeks ago. And and had dinner on their patio, which looks oh, out over the Bosque in the yeah. mountains. It is just gorgeous. It was a right. spectacular evening. Although the sunset wasn't quite like it's been this week with the <laughs> yeah. smoke, yeah. Um, yeah. but it was pretty phenomenal evening out there. You know, it's like it's like being on a mini vacation just to go sit on the Santa Ana Cafe patio and have dinner. So I highly recommend that too. So T-Pod, and they also have the uh, corn maiden as well out there. Yeah, I don't think the corn maiden is open right now because the yeah, corn maiden yeah, has no yeah. indoor dining. Yeah, yeah. Oops, sorry. Yeah, getting feedback. Um, so yeah, it, it um, it's it's a true gem of our area, in my opinion. It, it's funny because you drive out there and you you know it's just you know we're in Corrales, so it's a you know, twenty minute drive. But from anywhere in Albuquerque, you can be out there pretty quick, and it's just like going to a whole another a whole another place, and you feel like you're on vacation. So. Highly, highly recommend it. So millennials and suburban living to go? Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk lately about people living, leaving the cities and going to the suburbs, and a lot of that has been speculation and not really backed up by any data. Uh, however, you know, Tracy, you and I and, and Eddie, we've been talking about millennials for a long time because it's a huge cohort of of people that are going to become home, homeowners. Right. And, and so now what's happening is we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, 
evidence that they're not choosing urban living and they're choosing the suburban living, even though, you know, you and I have talked about that before. You know, at first the millennials were all saying, hey, we're going to do that cool urban living thing. Score downtown. Yeah, yeah. Uptown. We're going to do we're going to Uber everywhere. And the, the reality is the reality is they want the same things we want. They want safe, secure, we comfortable old people. Is that what you mean? Uh, uh, hey, boomer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so now, I can say that to you because I'm I'm a boomer too. So. There are some stats now that show that there there are indications. Can, hey, Eddie, Eddie, can we say hey Xer? Is that a thing? I don't think it's a thing. Boomer? No, I think yeah, it's, it's just boomer. Thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I, I was going to say hey Xer. <laughs> the, the search engines are showing yeah. that people are the searches yeah. for zip codes that are out of the city have actually spiked. Right. Yeah. So there is some actual data now that shows that at least people are looking in those zip codes that are outside of the city a little bit. We have seen it personally, right? We've seen a lot of people looking for North Valley, South Valley, um, outside of Las Lunas, yep. Corrales, Placidas, East Mountains that are wanting to have a little space. And it's funny because I used to um, talk about having backyard chickens and I, you know, on the radio here say, oh, last week I showed a house and they had a bunch of chickens in the backyard and I was by UNM. And, you know, odd spots, but we're seeing people who want that again, and they want to be a little bit more rural, and we've worked with quite a few home buyers lately that that do want that. Can can I stop you for a sec, just to kind of go back and sort of reaffirm with what uh, uh, Tracy, you guys are on top of the market. I just looked through all 58 photos that you guys have for this nine Veracruz, and it exactly backs up what everybody else seems to be looking for. There's not uh, any technology. There isn't any sort of, like, big screen TVs. There's no, like, uh, you know, theater rooms or any of that kind of stuff. This is like farmhouse living out there on 9 Veracruz Lane, and it's got three old stoves that are in there. And i got to say, like, I am so incredibly attracted to that. That's what I like. And it looks like a farmhouse with the horse stables and a separate uh, quarters that are there and. You know, these are really unique properties, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys, even though you operate primarily here in the Albuquerque market, are seeing some of these listings uh, come to you or that you guys go and mine this stuff outside the market because this seems to be more what people are really looking for, the conventional uh, approach of, you know, fences and neighbors and, you know, commutes, and that's not what people are interested in because people don't need to commute. People want to go out and teach, uh, uh, touch people, so they don't want fences, so you know, like these are really cool properties that you guys have at your website at welcomehomeabq.com. I, I got to say, I okay, love that. Okay, Eddie, you got you got to find that song for when we go out, the the "Don't Fence Me In" song. You know? Oh, I don't know what that be. is. Yeah, and, yeah. and that yeah. nine Veracruz has some really really beautiful things, like you mentioned. So the Vermont casting wood stoves; those are very high end, yes. very efficient, beautiful wood stoves. You know, it's it's got beautiful features. So you're right. It's a it's a great East, one. East Mountains and, and we do a, a good amount of business in the East Mountains. We have Melissa on our team who Melissa Romero. She grew up in the East Mountains. She's one of our East Mountains uh, mountain specialists. Jane knows East Mountains very well. And, you know, it is it is different, you know, because you don't we don't say um, Cedar Crest. We don't say Sandia Park. We don't say T. Harris. We just say. East Mountain. And we call that all the way out to Edgewood and right. Moriarty. And Moriarty right? and Macintosh and Oh, love that. Yeah. Funcia Valley. I started my real estate career working exclusively in the East Mountains. So yeah. Yeah. East so. East Mountains it's got a lot to offer. It's really 
you know, again, if you like a little bit higher altitude, a little more wide open spaces. But, you know, if you get out to Edgewood, you can get a lot of open space and not necessarily (laughs) yeah very open they have a they have a wind festival in edgewood but you know that's it's you you embrace what you have right so um in anyway so so tracy let's jump back to we're talking about millennials suburban living um and then we we talked about forbearance. Let's see. I'm going down the list of the things. The here. word of the week. You we have a oh, disagreement word, about. Oh, the word of the week. Well, it was patience. 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 You know, patience is a lot of things because right now what we're finding is home buyers need to have patience because oh, boy, man. are they ever having to move quickly on a house that they like and get their offer in? But then we're, we're, we are to un- find the right one. Unfortunately, Tracy, we we've seen and you know this better than me where you know buyers will put three, four, five offers in, and they, different on different homes, and they're not the winning uh, bidder, if you will, mm-hmm. and winning bidder. I don't know what you call it, but um, I think they need to also remember the whole backup offer thing. Do you want to speak speak yeah. to that real quick? I think it's important. Backup offers are huge. So I put a, we talked about this last week, put a house under contract. We talked about it on our radio show on a Saturday morning. We finished yep. the show at 1030. The house went active at 11 and by 120 we had our first showing and we went under contract with a cash buyer. I have a backup offer on that house that's supposed to close next week that they slide right into position if the first buyer decides not to move forward. So they've, they've secured that spot while they mm-hmm. probably are looking for another spot, another home. And if they find another home, they can just rescind from being in backup position on this house. But great, great strategy that is working for a lot of our home buyers. So give us a ring. We'd love to help you. 448-8888. Rosalind's in today. We've got Nico and Tigo and I. So we'd be happy to help you. Yeah, there's um, it's a very dynamic time in real estate in Albuquerque. And there's a lot of stories nationally about housing shortages and right. lack of inventory and, you know, affordability issues. Um, I, I would say we're seeing all of that here, too. And in some ways, it's, it's accelerated in Albuquerque. Much lower inventory or supply demand, you know, ratios than the national numbers, much tighter. Even in um, higher priced homes, too, not just low. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and then... You know, so inventory shortage is a big deal. Um, affordability, though, is still when we compare our market. Even though I've got the stat right here, it's affordability it's, is still very good because even though a house might be priced a little bit higher than a year ago, the interest rate has gone down significantly, and that makes your monthly payment so well, much more affordable. Well, what's you happened? Can buy so much more. So what's happened is median and average prices have been driven up drastically. So get this from last year, same time, median price for listed, these are homes for sale, was $280,000. This year, this week, $364,000. What? That's median median list price so That's what's happened that he is insane because there's all, everything's been bought up underneath right exactly That's it. entry level starter homes under 200,000 you know we're like at 0.6 months supply inventory under 200,000 it's just you know we're literally playing musical chairs with uh, the home market right now yeah yeah and, and and you know one of the challenges is there there are people that want to sell mm-hmm. But they can't find anything to buy, so now right. it's this catch twenty two thing. 
right? That is something. They want to sell. Have, they want to put to their like home on the market. A, they like want to make it available. You almost have to create a, data, a, a matchmaking database, right? Like of what people are looking for versus what they're in, and then sort of like, is, is that about right? It could be, and there's a group like that here in Albuquerque that I've been a member of for every year. It's the New Mexico Council of Exchangers, and it's a real estate exchange group. And the, the reality is it's really difficult to put those matches together. Yeah. Um, Best is just to call us and tell us what you're looking for, and then we, yep. we keep looking for it every yeah, minute exactly. of every day exactly. so we get the jump on it when somebody else might not. Uh, 448-8888, website, welcomehomeabq.com. Uh, Tracy Tigo, you had a pretty important announcement as you put it on Facebook this week. I was like, man, if I was like 25 and I didn't know what to do and I was ready to go do something, you guys are hiring again, and this is pretty exciting. You guys have a, a lot of agents. I wanted to talk about that, too. Yeah, can we so, talk yeah. about that? Thanks for bringing that up. We do have... We, we have room for four or five people in sales on our team right now. Our business is just very much expanding. And, you know, we want somebody licensed in real estate. Uh, we have inside sales as well as regular outside real estate sales. So if anybody's interested in, in making a career change, call, call me. If you're not in real estate, I can help you figure out real estate school and whether it's a fit for you. Um, right now we um, are so busy that, we would love to hear from people who are interested in being busy. Speaking of so busy, if, if you are thinking of selling your home, we probably have a buyer that's at least looking for something like your home. Not going to guarantee we have the buyer for your home, but we have so many uh, home buyers that are just waiting for the right home to come on the market right now. Please reach out to us if you're going to be selling. Then. Well, the other thing that we do, Tigo, and it kind of speaks to the I need to sell my house but I, to buy a house, if yeah. we have that um, guaranteed sale, well, we'll guarantee that your house will sell so you can confidently move forward on buying the next home with us. So that's worked for a few people really well, just knowing this offer is there. And it's kind of a standing offer. So as soon as they get their house they want to buy under contract, we can slide right in if they want to take us up on that. Yep. So yep. Very cool. Company. You guys are the best. And they're here on the radio station for over seven years doing their radio show, Albuquerque Real Estate Talk, right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Welcome Home ABQ is the website. 448-8888 is the phone number. And you can text me directly anytime that you'd like if you want to get in contact with them as well. Thanks for listening. We're going to rescue that credit. We're going to qualify you for a mortgage. We'll do that right after the break here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM.